Carl here from Games, Brains and Headbanging Live, GBHBL.com for short. And you're about to listen to an interview we conducted with Dreamshades Fernando, guitarist and vocalist. In this interview, we talk all about the brand new album, A Pale Blue Dot, which was released on March 5th, 2021, including some of the ideas behind it, themes and subjects that Dreamshade looked to cover across it, as well as their connection to their fan base listening and understanding feedback and much, much more. Sit back and enjoy. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, Fernando, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. First things first, straightforward. How's your day going? Pretty good. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately and uh, I'm getting used to it. <laughs> so uh, it's been great. We just released the record on, on Friday and I'm very, very happy on about how it's going. It's, it's crazy. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. The, yeah, of course, it's that time of point, isn't it? Where you basically, as part and parcel of being a band, you have to do your PR. So you're out interviewing before you interview and afterwards. And absolutely asking you the same questions over and over again. It's fine. Well, the last 12 months then, obviously we live within the COVID times and that has changed everything for everyone. How have you been holding up in those, uh, over this period? So luckily we had so many things to do for the band so we did work very very hard and uh, we are still uh, working very hard we basically never stopped writing and uh, we're still going on writing we already have uh, a couple songs that are not on record that are fresh yeah. and uh, it's crazy we're, we're still working very hard in the studio so i'm very happy honestly <laughs> Okay, would you do you reckon you would have been doing quite as much writing had you not been limited to say playing live and the likes of that? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think that COVID is a bad thing, but it's good for for this because mm. uh, it did really spark a new type of artistic flame in us, and it's and we just you know took advantage of it. That's pretty much the best you could basically do, really. Absolutely. Did you feel any kind of pressure or expectation on you? Because obviously when every artist around the world is locked down, so to speak, no one can play live, there became an expectation on a fan point of view that you must be busy. You must be busy. I'll take it you didn't feel that pressure. Um, I don't know. Some, maybe some pressure, but it wasn't like something that we were really thinking about. We were really focused, you know, on, on making art and, and making, you know, our our new songs and our gems really uh, shine mm. bef before going out to the public and just we just wanted to go there and say you know there now you have everything you need just just you know use it that's what we wanted honestly because we we feel like we've done some songs that are that are really positive so mm. so people can use that type of energy on on during their you know through their lives right now and it's something that i that i think it's very important that uh, uh you know that an artist does in a moment like this i know it's nobody that nobody can tour so you cannot support the record and everything but i don't know it's it's something that can also be used mm. somehow yeah I mean, you'd say as well, you're in a stronger position. Obviously, as you said, the album is literally at the time of recording days old in for, for fan base. And with things in a lot of places beginning to look like they might be heading in a positive direction, vaccines and so on, it does kind of feel like the Dreamshade train, it's, it's, it's beginning to pick up some speed, right? 
Absolutely. I really hope that the situation uh, will get better in every country because, as you know, you know, especially here in mainland Europe, mm -hmm. uh, every single country has a totally different situation. So, uh, touring-wise, it's something that uh, I'm, I'm still really, you know, skeptical a little bit, but uh, but I'm still hopeful. I mean, absolutely. It's it's. I seen I I've seen you know. Uh, shows posters posted mm -hmm. and and something is happening but uh until i see you know the trend go down of cases yeah i'm not really sure no i completely understand what you're saying here in the uk we kind of have a roadmap and in theory if everything goes right from june 21st everything will be able to happen so the moment yeah. that got announced shows left right and center started being announced um <laughs> And it's very exciting, but when you guys being in mainland Europe, as you say, it's not just about COVID issues. Without going into it too deeply, we've all, you've, I guess you've also got to take, if you want to come to the UK, you've got to take the whole Brexit thing into account as well. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right. Uh, we're going to find solutions, you know. Uh, I, I, really, I really miss playing the UK. It's been some years now, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I, I really love the, the audience, honestly, and... and uh, it's something that we definitely want to do again. And especially right now, we, we feel like we are having uh, a decent uh, amount of people listening to Dream Sheet from the UK. So I guess it can be one of our markets in the future. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations anyway on the release of the new album, A Pale Blue Dot. How, how relieved are you now just to have it out there finally and everybody can hear it and judge it uh, i'm so relieved it's been it's been very uh hard to hold this track from the, from from the public and you know waiting this long during the pandemic to release mm. it and everything and, and have everything figure out it's it's been stressful and you know the build up to an album is something that an artist really lives in a in a very weird way i bet that every artist has a different you know uh type of perspective on it but uh, it's something that you're very unsure of. Yeah. Like, even if you have the best record in your life, it still feels like the days that, 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 are, that are coming prior to that moment is like you, you, you have mixed feelings. Like, I can't wait to, to throw this out there. And maybe something is going to be wrong. Yeah. And that's a mixed feeling, you know, that you can, that it's very stressful, honestly. You've lost control at that point. There's there's no more control. It's it's absolutely it's your baby growing up to be an yes. age eighteen. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to, how to to explain that in a different way, but I I feel like people can totally understand that. Like one of the more interesting things, um, obviously about the album from uh, our perspective is obviously it's quite thought provoking. It urges people to think about the planet, the universe, things we do in it, uh, and it, and its title is inspired by Carl Sagan. Yeah. These sort of questions these days, they're being asked a bit more and more, but answers seem to be less forthcoming. Mm. When it came to that aspect of it, is it something that frustrates you guys as a unit that we don't have the answers we kind of need at this stage? Um, sometimes it does, mm. but I would say it's also very, you know, that that veil of mystery, that, that you know, those existential questions that you ask yourself, I mean, at, at least I do, and I do it pretty often. It's somehow fascinating, you know? Yeah. 
because um, there are people who work at these things their whole life, their entire life, right? Mm. So there, there are progress being made. And um, I feel like we can't be frustrated to not have those type of answers because mm. we are used to, you know, to every to have everything figured out. And you just go on the internet and look for your question, and you have something to to read about. But about this type of things, it's something that still to this day, with all the progress that has been done, is something that uh, I feel is very inspiring for mankind mm. as a whole. Like you know, that that type of feeling that. I really want to know about, about a thing that nobody knows about. Yeah, and it's, it's, I know what you're saying, but then as well, these days, particularly thanks to social media and all that, someone might come out and, and prove something correct. And it just descends into a bit of an argument back and forth about proof and science and all that. Yeah. Uh, is that how, do you, how do you guys spin that into a more positive light that you often try to do? So you, you, you're talking about people uh, not agreeing with scientists? Yeah, yeah. You know, even okay. look at example like now during the COVID times as, as <laughs> that, you know? Uh, I guess everybody can have their own opinion, but there yeah. are things that are just proved. Mm. And, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to put it in words what I'm thinking, but... Uh, to me, it's still weird to, to, to see people that, you know, argue with everything they're told from, you know, to, to, uh, um, from, from good sources, at least. I mean, of course, you have to stay uh, very careful what you read on the Internet, but you can absolutely choose where you, where you take your information. Hmm. So I, I feel that everybody knows how to, to use the Internet right now because they are uh, forced to be on it, but not everybody is educated on how to use it properly. Mm. So that's something that that really that I really struggle with. Like, it doesn't make me mad, but I, when I think about the future, I I don't want my possible children to to be to be so uneducated about the internet. And I understand that it's like that because the internet arrived so fast and change everything around us so fast that it totally skipped, you know, two or three generations. So uh, it's something that we they were still getting used to, yeah. to be honest. And I understand that older people and younger people use it different, differently than I do and that you do probably. Mm. And um, that's something we're, we're, we're going to get used to. And I hope that in the future, maybe who knows maybe 10 years from now uh, they're gonna teach in school how to use the internet <laughs> what what should what should you be you know aware of at least yeah a little bit more responsibility as it were so to speak i mean a good example is your single stone cold digital mm -hmm. you talk about technology and the relationship that we have a bit and the toxicity that comes a bit yeah. do you think we have an over-reliance on technology these days I feel that that uh, technology is absolutely one of the best things that ever happened. Yeah. And it's something that we can really use to our advantage. Um, but what we make of it, it's up to us. Mm. It, can, it, can, it can go two different 
ways, you know? We can use that to, to you know, entertain us and, and, and have fun with and, and everything, but we can also use it to explore and, and, and just uh, to help us discover yeah somehow and learn more and and uh, it's just not regulated enough right yeah because also also this 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 possibility that everybody has to comment without any type of uh, uh consequence you can go to your to an artist that you like and and you know insult him and and tell and wish him death or or you know death threats and everything and you're not uh getting any consequences because it's weird to me to think that you can do that on it, on the internet, but you would never do that type of action in real life, right? Absolutely. Because in real life, if you go to a person and do that, you're going to have consequence. So that, that, I don't know, makes me feel a little bit weird. And when I see all these people going mad on, on the web, I feel like I would never even comment a band that, that I like or an artist that I like. Why would you... Go there and insult his mother and his sister and and you know say awful things on the internet where everybody can see you. It's pretty weird to me. Yeah, it is, there's a there's almost a disconnect between an, a digital person and a real person. Absolutely. So when people hear the words toxic technology, their mind tends to jump to the social media aspect and the rise of that. Now you're in a band which kind of forces your hand to have to use those platforms, all of them in some way to promote yourselves and get your music heard. How much of that aspect do you enjoy? And how do you get the balance between your personal life and the band, correct? Okay, so uh, I enjoy using it, honestly, because mm -hmm. it allows me to, to keep contact with, with the people that uh, love the band. Yeah. Uh, and I feel super lucky because we have a type of audience that is not um, that is not there to because because we are similar to many other bands and and they just follow a trend. True. So that is that is so cool to me that we have an audience that is very dedicated and really tries to understand what is behind the music. And um, we told we always told everybody we are not going to share our personal life with you, but we're going to be there. For anything that 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 is you know that is related to our music, to our songs, and to what you feel about the music, and we just created these little communities where people share thoughts, mm. and 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 often they are very very deep, and it's something that I feel very lucky about because I know that many other colleagues in other bands don't have that and can't have that, and maybe have the the total. Uh, you know contrary maybe they have to be on the internet all the time and show their personal lives because that, that that's what the people want mm. on their platforms and that's something that we're not gonna do uh so i i guess you can you can somehow decide and and, and build uh something that is more similar to you as a person well, that's fascinating. So I love the idea that you, you say you have that disconnect without really disconnected from the band. However, the fan base, as you just said, are encouraged to open up and be quite free when it comes to talking to you. That's an interesting, you don't often get that. Normally people are open up only when you open up. So that's quite uh -huh. an amazing feat. That's that's the contrary for us. I mean, we we do open up through the music because we yeah. put we really put everything of our lives in it. And 
So people do know things about us that that are pretty uh, personal, mm. but we cannot, you know, go around and show the people that are in our lives and how our houses are made and, uh, you know, what what we're going to wear, what we like to, I don't know, eat or something. Or at least maybe that's that's something that's something that we might do, but it's not something important. And um, they open up because mostly because the songs are talking to them, mm. and that's where we relate. Yeah, like it was back in the day, because because back in the day you cannot go to your favorite artist and just uh, shoot them a message or, or a comment or whatever you remember that it's it's something that uh, i feel like it's still needed somehow not I, I mean i still try to reply to every message and every comment that i feel like it's good to 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 be um, replied yeah but I try to keep it that way because I know that social media is the same platforms for everybody, but the reason we are there is music. Of course, of course. It's every artist's dream to have that connection with a fan, even if it's one or a hundred. Um, so that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are not a huge band like, I don't know, Metallica. So of course they're gonna have a different type of audience and probably they are not even managing their social media. So I doubt it's, it it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, um, I, but, but I'm just talking about my reality because I, I don't know what other bands are living and I, mm. and I bet it's going to be different for, for everybody. So yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't talk to, for, for every artist. I'm just talking about dream sheet. Yeah, absolutely. It's still incredible to hear. And obviously, you know, you use your platform, your your band, your music to speak how you wish to speak. And that's a very welcome thing most of the time. Rock and metal fans, we can sometimes be a bit funny about bands sort of using the platform to, to say something. And even if it's in certain couples of your songs, a bit about the planet and perhaps the destruction and stuff like that. Do you do you ever worry about uh, being too, dare I say the right word, political? In, or does that not even come into it? Um, I, I won't say so. I mean, I, I worried word is not the right word. I, I'm never worried about what we say because, because, um, everybody can have their own opinion and we're not blaming anybody in the songs. Hmm. Instead, we're trying to have people reflecting on things, especially on, 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 on the very important things. And we're not activists. We're, we are not always right. We are not trying to say, Hey guys, you're doing something wrong, and I know how to do things. That's not what that, that's not what we do. We never did. We we just try to have these photographs of what we're living mm. on every album. Like the the songs represent the moment in time, yeah. and that's what we do. If we feel a certain way, we can say that. And uh, if people are, 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 do not agree, uh, I still hope they they can think about. Uh, you know, they can think deeply about something that is very important, not for, for yourself as a person or sometimes also, but uh, as a community, well, as, a fam as a big family. I don't know. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Any, any thought, be it agreeing with you or disagreeing, is always going to be worth having because yes. it's something. 
And the reaction, as you already said, the reaction to the album has been phenomenal, incredible, and it's only been a few days. So this feedback, and when you're seeing and stuff like that, how much of it do you take to heart? Are you able to sit back and relax and go, okay, it's the initial thought. Let me see what the uh, dust is like in a month's time. <laughs> uh, you're never relaxed, uh, honestly. Uh, when you release records, it's it's always gonna be something hard because mm -hmm. something that has been with you and in you before that, and you put it on the record. Once it's there, it's not yours anymore. Yeah. And uh, I both love and hate it because, um, because I feel like I see the songs in a certain way before release them. And then I see the, the same songs in a different way after the release and after months, years after the release. So I don't know what to say. It's, it's, it's still very, it's still the most awesome thing of all to be able to share your art with so many people. So I, I guess that the sense in the songs can only be found after, I don't know, at least one year from the release because a, a real good record, it's something that it's gonna stay in time, especially okay. in 2021. That's what we wanted and we were, we're always trying to do. And uh, we, we're always looking for that moment where we see our, our own music as fans mm. so when when we when you are an artist and are and you're finally able to listen to your own music and enjoy the record honestly enjoy the record that's something that never happens mm. and when it happens it's amazing because you feel like okay i would not change anything on this record and that's very rare with this record right now i feel that way it okay. could it could change in, in a year time. Who knows? Maybe people would would will make me hate this. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> no, say. I'm joking. <laughs> but of course, it's an ever evolving period, and as you move forward, so does the music, and so on. Obviously, a live calendar. We will have to see what happens as the year goes yeah. on, and in regards to that. But now the album's out. You already mentioned that you're working on other stuff. Is this Dream Shades time to perhaps just relax for a little while now? Or is it still full steam ahead? I think uh, we don't have time for that. I mean, honestly, uh, it's uh, it just feels good working so hard on things that you really believe in. And, and, uh, and, um, and we are so excited, honestly. I mean, the whole, the whole team and our uh, family and friends that, that also sometimes work uh, around us mm. is ecstatic like everybody loves the record uh they already heard some of the songs that we're working on and it's th there is something there that is very um right okay and 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 uh, and i i can't wait to work on the next songs already and uh, and uh I don't know. I feel very lucky because after 15 years to be to be able to say this is something that that I would have never thought. It, it always makes me laugh when I'll be speaking to someone like yourself about your current release and all you really want to do is talk about what you're doing <laughs> next. <laughs> but you can't, of course, that stuff's got to be. No, I, I do. I do want to talk about the release. It's, it's fine. I mean, I, I I'm just saying that it's going. Everything is going so fast and it's I'm just you know, in the middle of the storm of things that, that are happening around me. And, and uh, 
And yeah. I feel lucky that it's happening during a pandemic. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, that's, that sort of situation can never be taken for granted. Absolutely, absolutely. I've seen so many people, you know, split up during this year that it's been sad. It's mm. been really sad. And and I couldn't be luckier right now. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, ju- that, I'm just that's... grateful, you know. It's No, that's fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, it's good to hear. Fernando, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. It's been great, man. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?